T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Pleased to welcome to the WORD Airwaves again, 4th District Congressman Jeff Duncan. Congressman, thanks for your time today. How you doing, Jeff? Well, Bob, I'm doing okay. You know, uh, it's been a long campaign season, but I'm starting to build some excitement for Tuesday to see uh, Donald Trump reelected. I'm a proud Trump for Trump, as you say. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we, we've been working for Lindsey Graham as well and uh, some other candidates like down in Greenwood. We've got uh, Billy Garrett running against uh, Floyd Nicholson down there, a seat we could win in the in the South Carolina State Senate. So right. uh, I've traveled all over the country as well. I'm excited. I think there's an opportunity to, to keep the Senate, win the White House, and uh, and pick the uh, the House majority back up. Yeah, I certainly think so, too. Uh, creepy Uncle Joe campaigning down in Florida today has his cool Ray-Bans on, so he looks cool. Uh, and in, in the wake of the news that U.S. economic growth shattered records at 33.1%, the highest in the last 70 years, Biden says, well, that's not nearly enough. As if he and Obama did better in the eight years they were in there? Yeah, I mean, I got to say this to him. Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> this is the Trump's economy. And, uh, you know, it, it just shows, even in COVID, because COVID's still around, we still have draconian measures taken around the country, that right. uh, Trump's economy is rocking based on tax policies, on regulatory policies, and uh, making America great again policies. That's where we could be. Uh, we could be well beyond 33.1% if we would uh, just get back to normal. Yeah, absolutely. Joe, you are, Joe, <laughs> sorry, Jeff, you are, uh, you are, I had uh, Biden on my mind because he's such a moron. Uh, you are, you are no stranger, Congressman, to uh, South Carolina politics. Uh, you know that it, it can be a blood sport. Now, uh, Lindsay's Senate race getting down and dirty with uh, Jamie Harrison running all these misleading ads trying to get conservative Republicans to vote for Bill Bledsoe, who they are well aware has uh, ended his campaign and endorsed Lindsay in the process. This is the kind of underhanded, dirty pool, though, uh, that, uh, that gives politics a bad name. You know, absolutely, Bob. I mean, nobody knew who Jamie Harrison was until he started running all these ads. And it's amazing what $100 million plus dollars uh, can do when they try to buy South Carolina's uh, U.S. Senate seat with out-of-state Hollywood money given to Jamie Harrison. He's got so much money, he uh, he's having to spread it around the state to try to turn out the vote. But at the end of the day, he's not moving the needle much. Uh, I still predict a 55-45 Lindsey Graham win in South Carolina on Tuesday. Yeah, I think it'll. I, th I think that's probably an accurate assessment 
uh, Congressman. Uh, and, and I look at this whole Bledsoe campaign from, from Jamie Harrison's people uh, as essentially uh, a, a, a revelation that they are really desperate at this point in the race. I mean, why else would they be attempting this kind of Hail Mary if they didn't feel like they weren't winning the race? Yeah, I'm exactly right. If they felt like they were winning, it would be nothing but pro-Jamie Harrison campaign going on. Now they're trying to hoodwink uh, voters and convince conservatives to vote. Uh, conservatives know Lindsey Graham has been there for Donald Trump. Lindsey Graham has been there to to help the president with his judges and justices. We just saw a huge win last week with ACB yep. uh, now on the Supreme Court. So, you know, I guess that was on Monday of this week even. Uh, time is just uh, creeping by here, it seems like. But um, I, I think I think South Carolinians know Lindsey has been good for the state. He's worked well with our state government and economic development, and uh, he's worked very well with our president to strengthen our military and strengthen our borders. We all have probably had some policy disagreements sure. with Lindsey, just like people have policy disagreements with me. Uh, right. That's just politics. But at the end of the day, Lindsey's been good for the president, and we need him there for at least another four years with Donald Trump's six-year Senate term. Um, Look, if Lindsey loses and we do not keep the United States Senate, Bernie Sanders will be chairman of the Senate Budget Committee, budgeting mm-hmm. your hard-earned tax dollars, and, and that's something we don't need. No, absolutely we don't. Uh, I, I have said uh, numerous times on the program, I have at times been a harsh critic of Senator Graham. But we've got to take the long view on this. We cannot afford to lose a Senate seat. No, you're right. I mean, like I said, we've all had some policy differences uh, with Senator Graham. I have as well. But uh, if we want to influence uh, Senator Graham and, and be able to, to have some influence in the United States Senate, we need to reelect him. And, uh, and and trust me, you know, guys like me and William Timmons and others have Lindsay's ear. We can talk with him about policy, good policy, working with the president to get this country back on track. And I think Lindsay has, has got that idea in mind of how to help Donald Trump get America turned back around after uh, after the COVID pandemic shutdown. And uh, once we get past these Chinese Wuhan flu issues, uh, our, our country is going to get back on track. I think 33.1% uh, GDP growth is, is small compared to what we can achieve. And, and Lindsey knows that as well. And he's going to work with the president to try to get us back on that track. Talking with uh, Congressman Jeff Duncan this afternoon. Uh, I mentioned, Jeff, you are certainly a, a, a veteran of uh, political campaigns and you referenced how here in the last five days it seems like uh, the the clock has slowed down and and every hour takes about three or four hours to go by but what's been amazing to me because we're the same age uh, president trump and myself is how the president is just essentially tireless on the campaign trail doing all these rallies all over the place the, the guy's amazing. I, I keep waiting for him to open his shirt and show the Superman uh, <laughs> S on his chest because right. uh, it seems like Superman. He's done you know three and four rallies a day, and these aren't easy rallies. These are huge crowds where he he's projected so much energy and confidence and and hope and and all for the future of America, you know. And he's doing it all with the adversity of the mainstream media continuing sure. to chomp at him, you know, with Shampeachment and Russia hoax and and everything else that they've got going on. Um, he's been able to weather it all, and uh, he is a strong person because I don't believe uh, many other people could do and endure what he's had to endure and also campaign the way he has, all the while working with Mike Pompeo, doing deals with Israel and, yep. and Sudan and Israel and, and the UAE and Bahrain. And so, 
you know, they've got a lot going on, and he is a tireless worker. He is an amazing individual. Yeah, he's uh, he's the human energizer bunny. Jeff, yesterday uh, on the other side of the Hill, the Senate held hearings, uh, the Commerce Committee, uh, with those big tech lefties. Do you think going forward we'll see changes to Section 230 of the FCC decency law to make these guys in Silicon Valley uh, be more responsible and more fair and stop censoring conservatives? I think what it's going to come down to is are they still platforms to allow individuals to share freely information with their friends and, and followers, uh, which is what Facebook and Twitter was originally designed to do? Or right. are they true, truly news platforms where they're – uh, censoring and they're uh, dictating content and offering opinion or, or not allowing opinion. That's what uh, the 230 section covers. And I think you're going to see some changes if they don't get their act together. This has been an amazing electoral process where you've seen Twitter not allow or take down certain posts. You've seen Facebook not allow certain presidential ads uh, that are running in other places. But Facebook right. says, you know, what well, we're not going to allow that. And it's wrong and it needs to be addressed. I'm glad the Senate had the hearing. We'll see what comes of it. The liberal media, uh, Congressman, pretty much dropping all tan uh, transparency of being unbiased, and uh, especially uh, in their ignoring, uh, not reporting on the Hunter Biden scandal. Uh, the propaganda pushers are giving a black eye to freedom of the press. Right now, uh, it seems we need freedom from the press and their censorship. I mean, you're exactly right. If the press isn't going to report these things, there ought to be platforms such as social media platforms that allow that information to get out there, but yet they're acting like uh, the media and they're censoring that sort of information. And look, the failure to report this, if it, this had been one of the, the Trump children that was engaged in um, selling influence with their dad to places like China and Russia and, other, and, and Ukraine, or taking money from an oligarch in Moscow directed by the mayor's wife who is close to Putin, or... Uh, you know, possibly having uh, a former vice president try to influence Ukraine politicians to fire a prosecutor that was looking into his son's involvement and his son's company's involvement. Um, you know, it's amazing that they're not reporting any of that. They try to, to pin a impeachment on President Trump when it really was, was Joe Biden who was trying to influence the politics uh, by withholding billions of dollars in, uh, in foreign aid to Ukraine by getting them to, to fire a prosecutor and then bragging about it. Uh, it's just amazing that they're not reporting on Hunter Biden and everything that he's done uh, in his personal life and also his business life. And uh, Bobolinsky has, has come out with a lot of good information. Tucker yep. Carlson, I think they've found that information now at the UPS. We'll see what, what it looks like and, and whether he can reveal that or not. Yeah, uh, and, and if you're not up to speed on that, Tucker Carlson was reporting last night he had received some documents pertaining to Hunter Biden and the influence peddling that the Biden family allegedly has been involved in. And he had it, his producer ship the documents to him from New York to L.A., where they were doing an interview with uh, Mr. Bobolinsky, and then uh, suddenly it didn't arrive, and they found the, uh, the package that the documents had been sent in and it had been opened and the carrier, whichever company it was, UPS, FedEx, we don't know, uh, did a intensive search and, and couldn't find what happened to it. But fortunately, apparently, uh, Congressman, uh, Tucker Carlson's people made copies of all those documents, so we will be able to see what they contain. Well, it was just uh, announced that UPS found those documents and, uh, and they searched. Oh, great. Yeah. And so, you know, it's interesting. We find uh, the U.S. Postal Service employees throwing ballots away. 
in states like Pennsylvania and right. uh, not allowing members to, uh, of the public to get their ballots in order to cast them, but even throwing away some, some cast b- ballots from uh, U.S. veterans and uh, overseas military personnel. It, it's just crazy what the left uh, is willing to go through and links that they're willing to go to to try to influence this election. Yeah, it's, it's truly amazing. Uh, what do you think uh, is going to happen on Tuesday, Congressman? I, I know that you and I both believe that President Trump will be reelected to a second term, but do you think we will know uh, on election night what the results are, or do you think, as has been speculated, this thing could drag out for days, weeks, who knows how long? I think it really comes down to the election commissions in each state and what they report and how the media reports those results from the tabulation companies. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it could be some states that, that we don't get the uh, returns uh, on election night. But I think the president wins uh, bigly, and uh, I think it's going to be overwhelming, and it's going to be hard for the media to ignore another electoral college uh, landslide by this president, regardless of the votes. But it's amazing, Bob, how any sort of found ballots, whether they're found in a closet or the, or the trunk of a car or possibly mailed in, uh, they seem to always influence the election toward the Democrats. Those votes are always <laughs> Democrat votes and never seem to trend toward Republicans. It's funny how that works, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's merely coincidence, though, don't you think, Congressman? Sure right, it is. Right, right. Yeah. right. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeff, thank you for uh, the great work that you have done and continue to do in Washington. And, uh, and uh, let's uh, hope and pray uh, that... Uh, Liberty-loving Americans will see the result that we are looking for on Tuesday with four more years of President Trump in the White House. And, and as you suggest, more seats in the House. It'd be great if somebody other than Nancy Pelosi had the speaker's gavel. I can tell you that was one of the happiest days of my life in 2011, January of 2011, when we took the gavel out of our hand and took the House majority. I want to see that day again this January. I'm running for re-election, and I hope I can ha- count on the votes of the people across the 3rd District to give me another term. I'm in a good position on Energy and Commerce Committee, and I am very close to a lot of the leadership uh, players, and so uh, we look forward to working very hard for the 3rd District and for our great state, working with this president, working with Lindsey Graham over on the Senate side, and my friend Tim Scott to try to help things get better in this country and help South Carolinians prosper, innovate, create jobs, keep those jobs on the book, and at the end of the day, be profitable and, and pay less taxes and keep more of their hard-earned money. That's what it's all about. That's what makes America great, and it's time to make America great again. Yep, certainly is. Uh, Third District Congressman Jeff Duncan. Godspeed, Congressman, and thanks for taking time to join us today. Always, always a pleasure to have you on, sir. It's always great to be on, Bob. Take care. God bless. And uh, let's talk post-election. Go. Sounds good. Look forward to it. Look forward to it. Thank you. Congressman Jeff Duncan this afternoon. 421 here on the Bobby Mack Show. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.